what are some of the energies that are holding you down? I mean, like, what are the energies that you feel like, I can be doing so much better, I can feel so much better, but like, these energies tend to come up all the time. So I'm gonna be talking about releasing energy that is holding you down, right? So I'm gonna talk about the energies of emotional states and how each emotional state has a frequency to it and how the threshold between limiting states and creative states is courage. I'm gonna be talking about how to work your way up to courage so you can release all the limiting emotional emotions um, that pull your energy down. So it's hard to have pride and fear at the same time, or it's, it's hard to have pride and shame together. Right, so it's either you give up a limiting emotion so you can step into an empowering one. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Hello there, powerful beings. Let me ask you a question. Are you rising up in a frenzy, tired, sluggish, and your days are just a blur? You're not sure what's going on. You don't have the energy. You don't have the vitality. You don't even know how you're even going through these days. Listen, I know the struggle. That's why I created this Zoom meeting, aka mini retreat in your house called Rise and Prime. Rise and Prime is one of the best ways to start your day with a rising routine that includes mindful movement, personal development, mental health check-in, and powerful affirmations. So it's basically like taking a spiritual shower every single day you rise up. All you gotta do is click the link in the description or simply go to Rise and Prime and you'll be able to see how it's spelled out below. You don't wanna miss this. You wanna join a community of wellness seekers and entrepreneurs who are healing through holistic health practices such as medical qigong, such as breathing and affirmations and learning how to take a holistic paradigm to life. So once again, this class is every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern on Zoom, but you can join for free on Monday and Friday. All you have to do is very easy. Just click the link below, click join Rise and Prime, and you'll be able to tap in. I'll see you on Monday or Friday. All right. Don't miss out. I'm going to be there live in action with you. And if you want to do the work, if you want to meet me, if you want to actually do the work, come through Monday and Friday. Click the link below and join us. Peace. The major word is release, 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 release. Why is the major word release? Here's why, because we hold the emotions in our body. Not only do we hold emotions in our physical bodies, 
but internally there is a chemical blueprint to those emotional states but there's also a frequency and energy field to these emotional states so have you ever walked around somebody and you're like yo this person's energy is just or this person's energy is off like have you ever said that this person's energy why is that it's because they're experiencing a certain emotional state which has a frequency to it and then you're not experiencing the person you're experiencing their emotional state so releasing energy is about releasing the uh, the frequencies that no longer serve us because we were we're vibing at higher frequencies so here's what I'm talking about y'all let me ask you a question what emotions do you experience the most in these spectrums and as far as what limiting emotions okay is it shame is it blame is it guilt is it fear is it worry is it anxiety what are the emotional states that you experience on the daily that you don't necessarily want to experience that kind of limit that, that kind of limit what you can do you know for me one of the emotions that limit me you, okay let me put that in a workshop way one of the emotions that used to limit me is guilt right and the way that i learned to deal with guilt is with effect is with action and self-forgiveness i discovered that guilt wasn't coming now guilt is not a bad emotion it's a limiting emotion if you don't let it communicate to you that you need to act so i used to let guilt come and I would make it the experience rather than take the action to transmute the emotion. Guilt is not a negative emotion because it literally helps you stay true to your word. It helps you stay true to your character. So guilt is actually a good thing. Because if we had a bunch of people who just felt no way about doing anything, then they would have no divine self within them to tell them the difference between right and right. So guilt is, you know how your parents hit you with a belt? Guilt is pretty much that, that belt. <laughs> it's saying you do better. But guilt is not saying you shouldn't hit yourself with the belt all the time. After you've gotten a couple of whoopings, go and do the thing. <laughs> so when we let emotions communicate to us, what we do is we take action. So I'm saying that emotions communicate. So what does anger communicate? Okay, you still can't hear me? Can you hear me? Thumbs up if you can hear me. So emotions communicate to us. We can let them communicate to us, but they don't have to be our experience. So releasing energy is tapping into what energies you're, 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 that, that you're feeling. Like what are the energies that you feel within your body? And the, another question is, how often do you feel unsettled? How often do you feel unsettled? I mean, how often do you feel like you need to do something, go somewhere, take something in? Your level of feeling unsettled means that there are emotions within you that are not synergizing to give you the best result. And they're either pulling you in multiple directions or they're pulling you to the past. So what we got to do is to release energies. First, we got to know what they are, what they're communicating to us. We got to feel the bodily sensations. And then we must also act within ourselves with an action, which includes a breath, a movement and also with intention. 
So set the intention to transmute the energy into a creative thing. So if guilt is communicating to you that, yo, I need to take care of this because I haven't been taking care of it. Instead of bashing yourself with the emotion, sit with it and be like, what is it that I need to take care of? And then feel ready that you're able to take care of these things and then take forth the actions. Now, I know somebody's going to come and say, yo, it, yeah, it, it, I wish it was that easy. Uh, I mean, I have a guilt trip for weeks and it never goes away. How do I work through it? You got to be unconsciously skilled, right? From the book we've been reading is you have to be unconsciously skilled in thinking a new way. So let's dismantle guilt. Okay. I didn't do this, but if I do this now, then I can come up with this, then this will solve the problem. Okay. This, you can replace this with any word, y'all. I didn't do this, but now that I'm aware I didn't do this, I'm going to do it at this time, this place. You get what I'm saying? Now that I'm aware, I'm going to. Okay. So let's dismantle, let's release the energy of guilt. You're like, okay, I didn't call this person, but now I'm going to. This is it. Okay, let's add another thing to it. This is what I found out that really works. You have to forgive yourself for it. I didn't do this, and I'm okay that I didn't do it, I did, I didn't do it then. But now that I noticed it, I'm going to do it. You get what I'm saying? So let's say anger. Let's take anger and let's work through that. Let's work on releasing the energy that's holding us back of anger and not letting it communicate to us, letting it become our experience. All right, when you're angry at somebody, you're affected more than that somebody. So let's say, what does anger say? Anger says, I'm putting forth my energies to stand up for myself because they might take advantage of me. Because I feel like they might be taking advantage of me, I'm going to put forth anger so they know I'm serious so they don't take advantage of me. So anger is, in, is an emotion that allows us to take out that fire underneath us, that lion, <laughs> so that way other people are not stealing our food or taking our crops or mistreating our kids or slapping our wives. We need to have anger to balance out what other people or to, to force us to do something, to force us to have an energy to, to act, to allow somebody to know what's happening. But if we live our entire lives in anger, then that doesn't do anything. So anger is a redirection tool. Like you notice something that makes you angry, then you say, hey, I ought to do something about it. So you're like, okay, I experienced anger because I felt like this person did this. Okay. Mm. But now, how am I going to respond? Right? So I love the story of those. Jesus only got angry one time. And it was when people were selling outside the church and he went and he threw everything out. But he was never really angry. Why, why, why did even Jesus, who operates in gratitude and love and compassion, had an anger moment? Why did he have to have that? Because he had to show the people seriousness. This is how serious the church is. Don't, 
trash it with your products. The reason for that is because, guess what? There are tools for everything, but these tools must be managed and used well. We can't live our entire lives in anger because it diminishes the effect of it. If you're angry, then they just say you're an angry person. They're like, well, they're always angry. Don't take them seriously. So even the tools that's meant to help you, if you use them too much, they don't even help you. So if you're angry all the time, people won't know the difference between if you're angry because you're taking they're taking advantage of you or if you're angry because you're just an angry person. So even though your emotion needs to be taken to look at and people need to consider it, they would automatically throw you in a box because they say, oh, that's just an angry person. So you got to have a balance because then it makes your emotions more effective. Just like we can't be lovey-dovey. Well, okay, maybe I'm not going to say it like that. Like not all circumstances call for being lovey-dovey. Sometimes you got to take the, you got to have a fire out of you. It's a balance. It's the yin and yang, like Daphne just said. Like we, not every tool can be used for every circumstance. But if you take a machete and you try to hit a metal with it and you hit the metal with it every day the machete uh well i guess if you okay man okay if you hit a certain object with a machete you might mess up the blades and over time it's not as effective it's not as effective if you take a machete and you overuse it on an object that it's not going to cut unless you're using it to make it sharper so in fact, let's take that a little bit further. What I'm saying is you don't want to use the same tool for the same project because you might break the stuff you're trying to fix. And if you use the same tool for the same project, then you just, oh, that's just the one tool person. Then people start labeling you. Oh, that's just the anxious person. Oh, they're always guilt tripping. Oh, that's just, you're just shameful. But not them, but you. When, when you start to say that about you, then you know there's something that needs to be worked on here. Because you, when you start to identify yourself as an emotion, then it means the emotion has perpetuated in your life too long. So if you're just like, you know, I'm just an angry person, then it means that you've lost track of who you really are and you've mistaken you for the emotion. Okay? So I want to work on releasing those energies first. So you're like, what do I do to release those energies? Just know that this is the work part of it. So change happens first when you activate your neocortex, your thinking brain, which then sparks your frontal lobe, which is what says, oh, how can I? The question, how can I, opens up, fires neurons right here, and you start to come up with solutions. What I'm doing now is I'm putting information so that the neocortex can conceptualize this and then you could be able to turn it into practical action. So here's what I'm talking about, y'all. I'm saying there are limiting emotional states. There are creative emotional states. I'm going to the book. There's a book that I read power versus force. And I'm going to share with you the frequencies of the various emotion. Okay. Hey, powerful being. I know you're enjoying this episode. Do you want to continue the learning and dive into the book Power versus Force? 
listen, listen. You can actually listen to books instead of reading it if you don't have the time, no pressure. While you're on your way to work, while you're taking a walk, while you're meditating, all you gotta do is go to edtalksdaily.com floor slash audible. Audible is a online audio book platform that will allow you to listen to all types of books and for now you can actually get a book for free and access to audible.com for 30 days all you have to do is go to edtalksdaily.com forward slash audible or click the link in the description and you'll be able to start listening to a powerful book that will transform your life so don't wait on it click the link below or go to edtalksdaily.com for slash audible keep on listening if you can hear my voice you're tuning in to the ed talks daily personal development and motivation podcast and i want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review thank you The frequencies are very emotions. Okay? Each emotion has a frequency. And courage is the threshold to, from living in survival to living in creation. All right? I'm going to tell you exactly what is the scale. What's the scale that this person came up with or this scientist or this researcher discovered that we've always known but they just put it in numbers. Okay, so we start from suffering. Now, how we experience life is in the dome. We experience life in our minds. Everything that, everything that comes to our senses is not experienced as the thing is experienced within us. Suffering happens when the experience within us is against ourselves. So when we're experiencing things like shame, guilt, apathy, and grief, we are really suffering. Because shame is you hitting yourself in the head. Not saying that what you, like, it's as if the God within you says, hey, you could do better. There's more possible for you. But then um, the animal nature within you says, I could do better, but look, I didn't do it. And then you say, look, I didn't do it, so I deserve to be punished. So suffering is when you start to punish yourself. So what you could have done, you didn't do but you just punish yourself. That's a vibrational frequency of 20, y'all. Of 20, 20. So listen, the best thing you can do for your wellness is to get out of shame. And it's a process. So the next one after that is guilt. Look, it's better to be guilty than shameful. It's better to say, I could do better than say, look, I didn't do, bit. I didn't do good at all. It's better to say, hey, I ought to do better than to say, hey, I will never do better. That's the difference between guilt and shame. One says, oh, I'm holding you up to a standard. The other said, hey, look, you fell to the standard. You deserve no second chance. That's what shame does. And with shame, we don't have enough coherent signals to transform our lives. So we can't live in shame. Now, when we go towards things like apathy, Right. So we're, the, we're talking about shame and then we're talking about guilt and then we're talking about a higher one. That's apathy. So low is I bash myself. Higher is I hold myself accountable. And then when you go a little bit higher is, yo, you know what? 
I don't even care about what I did. I'm not even interested or enthused about this. I have no concern for my actions. However, at least I'm not holding anything against me. Turns out that having no concern is of higher frequency than having a lot of concern with what you did wrong. So apathy has a higher vibrational force than guilt. And then next comes grief. So you're like, what? Grief is a higher frequency than apathy, guilt, and shame? When we're grieving, not only are we like keeping in mind of the, of the things or people we had and how they're no longer there, this causes grief, but then it means that we're also noticing, we're being great, we also have some sort of um, that attachment to these things and those people, it, it, it creates like a, a connection. So it's like saying, the, even though this person is gone, they're still in my heart type of thing. So it's still higher than shame. And then now when we get into the struggle period is where fear, desire, anger, and pride is at. Like I said, all of these emotions are going up. So from 20 to 75, suffering, 100 to 175, it's kind of a struggle. Now, when you're dealing with things like fear, you get into fear. And this is when you're not sure of what the future is to hold. You're not sure if you're able to handle the challenges of life. You're not sure if you're able to move in in spite of what you don't have, what you don't know, and what they think. Or fear can represent itself in multiple ways. Fear can be painting pictures of your mind about the future that things will never work out for you that you'll always be a failure or just like your mama just like your daddy just like your sister just like your cousin however fear is still of a way higher emotion of higher frequency than any of those emotions i told you about because with fear at least you kind of sense you kind of feel alive fear is false expectations appearing real but at least there are some expectations. At least there is a sense of, yo, I'm thinking about what to do. I'm, there is a, like, I wanna do this or I wanna go there and you don't quite know if you can make it happen. So y'all share this video to five friends right quick. And that emotion is still better off than being in shame. And then you start to get up to desire. After being scared of like, yo, if I take, if I start this business, will I succeed or will I fail? If I adopt this way of living, will they accept me or will they not accept me? So here's what happens. Before we change our lives, we go to a grieving state, y'all. The grieving state is, man, I have to leave my environment. I have to leave my friends or these people. I have to stop doing that or stop eating that or stop going there. We think we're going to lose things. So that brings the, oh, that's we're grieving because we're we're afraid to detach and then now that we're about to take another steps you might feel a little fearful because you're like ah, i don't know is it going to work out and then now you step into desire desire is when you ask yourself you say hey i can possibly do this she's like you're like oh man i have a desire too i have a desire to be more happy i have a desire to be more joyful i have a desire to start this business or i have a desire to do whatever desire gets you up there it transmute the energies so now that brings you up higher now sometimes
things don't happen, you could want something enough, you could desire it, you could have a fire being built up, but sometimes you need a little bit of anger to stir you up so you could force yourself to act. Like when you had enough, when you had all of, when you said, I've had enough, like I'm just angry at the way things are. When you look at something in the world that you say, I hate this right here, something has to be done about it. Then we have, we just transmute desire. We, we go past fear. We do it in spite of. So anger can force you to act. Anger can get you going. It can get you fueled up. It can get you fired up. It can get you to go to a different direction if you let it communicate to you. That anger can, can fuel you up enough so you discover and find yourself a little bit of pride. And when you get to pride, you get into 175. That's the frequency of 175. Pride says, hey, I was, I'm fired up. I'm stirred up. I'm a little bit angry. So you know what? I know I could do this. So now you start to take the initiative. Pride is much higher than anger. But pride is not where we want to live. But guess what? After we've went from that struggle, suffering period to that struggle period, bam, we're getting into the empowerment period. This is when you find the courage to do the things you've been meaning to do. This is when you find the courage to show up to the Zoom meeting, right? This is when you find the courage to start doing the work, to start journaling. This is when you find the courage to do this woo-woo type stuff or the qigong or the breathing that other people are thinking that, what is this? People fear what they don't know. People judge what they don't know. When you find the courage to act in spite of the in spite of the fear, in spite of the shame and the guilt, then you're transmuting your energies from lower vibrational field and you're getting to that 200 threshold, y'all. Courage is what transforms your life. So I don't know about you. I don't know what you've been growing through. I don't know if you've been in shame, if you've been in guilt, if you've had indifference, apathy, you don't even care about anything anymore. If you felt like you've lost things, you're losing things, you're losing people, you're losing friendships. If you just have a desire to transform your life, and if you are angry about how things have been, how they've treated you or how you treated yourself, how your job has treated you, it's time for you to now step into courage. And courage is about the chest, it's about the heart, it's of the heart, it's about it's a certain amount of things that work together to get you going, right? It's forces together, it's emotions, it's, it's movement, it's, it's a power that you build that gets you up to courage. And I don't want you to leave after the podcast and not be encouraged, y'all. This is why I'm here. I'm here to allow you to see that, hey, no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're growing through, whether it's, it's of suffering, of struggle, you can step into your power. You can become more empowered once you find the courage to take one action. One action can transform your life. You don't have to necessarily know what you have to do to get there, but you just have to change the direction that you're going. And once you take a different direction, you're gonna have a cascading effect of transformation. Literally happens. It is like, I'm telling you, one interception and how you're thinking and feeling can transform your life completely. One thing, y'all. So after you're feeling empowered, now you get you need to get to the neutrality standpoint. A point where you realize that you have to detach from your emotions. A point where you realize that, hey, I'm not emotions. Hey, I'm not a body. I am a spirit. I am an observer. 
The reason why I, I can experience guilt is because I have a part of my brain that is watching over me and say, hey, you can stay true to your you can stay true to what you believe in. You can stay true to your values. So you, when you notice that, yo, I'm not my emotions, I'm an observer, you can develop this neutrality about life. And neutrality says, hey, I'm experiencing this right now, but this doesn't have to be my life experience. Hey, I'm going, I'm going through this circumstance right now, but this doesn't. Hey, I used to think this way, but now I'm thinking much differently. Like neutralize it, y'all. And then now have the willingness, the willingness to be vulnerable, the willingness to try new things, the willingness to go to the class, the willingness to talk to somebody, the willingness to start working out, the willingness to do the Qigong, the willingness to breathe, the willingness to start drinking some vegetable juice, the willingness to start changing your diet, the willingness to let go of some of your friends, y'all the willingness to make the transformation because this is when the transformation happens is when you're able to have the courage to do something in spite of it find a neutral position when you can detach your spirit from your life experience and then have the willingness to act but guess what y'all you're willing you, like the spirit is like what is the what's the verse again the spirit is willing but the body is weak so sometimes you're willing to do something. Sometimes you're willing to transform your life. Sometimes you're willing to do it, but it seems like your body is taking a while to catch up. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.